Hey peaches, welcome back to another episode of Two Peach Indo Podcast. I'm your host Mel and today I'll be bringing a wholesome friend that I met through an app. You've probably already guessed it. Yes, Clubhouse. He is quite the character on the app, a charming one that is, and he carries himself very well around the different circles that I've seen. Always a respectable guy no matter where he goes though. Today I am bringing Mason Ashad from the Lunch Break Podcast and we'll talk about how his ups and downs in music and podcasting have helped him find his true voice. I hope y'all truly enjoy this conversation because this is going to be the first clean episode we've had yet (laughs) y'all. So without further ado, please give him a warm and peachy welcome to our show. Mason a shot. Mason, welcome to Two Peach and Do Podcast. What's happening? What's happening? <laughs> Pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you so much, man, for agreeing to do this. I know I asked you for this favor like way back, yeah, like what last year. Yeah, I mean we're only in February, so definitely last year. <laughs> but you we know, hear though. we hear though. I'm just finally cashing it in, you know. Uh, when I asked Mason to be a guest on this podcast, his resp- his response was like, "Okay, I will do it under one condition, Mel." <laughs> <laughs> and then you asked me if we can avoid cussing in this episode, and I said, "Shoot, it's gonna- <laughs> yeah, it- it's gonna be the first clean episode." But I was up for the challenge after you know after you told me about the reasoning, which we'll get into in a little bit here. For sure, for sure. Uh, but before we start this, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? You know, who are you? Where you at? What do you do? You know, tell them about your creative projects to your music your podcast whatever other creative endeavors you have yeah so um it's your boy mason mason ashad um primarily like um like i've been in, into pot on i've been in podcasting for like two three years total mm-hmm. um but like my background like even when i was younger i used to always go to the music studio so like my mm. editing skills come from music and uh an album is coming out february 16th um, oh. my boy lost that c so that's coming out in a couple weeks but um professionally like behind the scenes you know property management construction technology that's usually um how i pay the bills <laughs> but outside of that it's uh music and, and podcasting um and so yeah i'm upstate new york all day that's where i live that's where i reside my roots on my dad's side is in kingston jamaica but i'm definitely you know i wish i wish i was from there but i'm not (laughs) i was born here in upstate and then on my mom's side um little rock arkansas so i live in rochester but we call it the rock ah interesting little rock Right all day. Awesome. Well and then Mason Foundation. That's a that's a brick, but wow. You know. Wait, is that like a family thing? Like a family business or something? Mason Foundation? Yeah, Mason means foundation. Oh, so I was just using that as a pun. 
Oh wow! Okay. Everything's set in stone. Wow, Mason, like the Masons. Wow. Okay, I got it. Exactly. I got it. Wow. What a template. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, I kind of want to give the listeners like a little bit of backstory of how we met. Okay. Is um so by now I think our listeners are aware by how cool of an app I think Clubhouse is, right? Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned in our season two trailer about how 75% of the guests that will come on our podcast this season, I actually harvested from Clubhouse. Okay. Yeah, so this is like what? This is like the fourth episode of the season, and you're the first one on the statistics. Mason, how do you feel? Special, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel special. For sure. Man, the rooms that we used to be in were so cozy and chill. Like, I love our little crew, and I hope we get back together soon. I know everybody like have their own life now. Sporadic. The world is back yeah. open, you know. Um, I just so happened to be in Melissa's room the other day, and even though Victor and Emmy and I think Sophia were all like asleep, I just still felt this sense of family vibe you know even even, yeah. even just a little bit there were they yeah. were like jomar and eli also i don't know if you know mm-hmm. those oh, yeah. people yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it was it was I really fun jomar catching up with melissa yeah jomar have been you know ever since he got that job he just you know just not cool for us anymore i i caught him in melissa's room the other day and i said hey jomar you know um look out for me in may i'm gonna be cashing in that favor favor fees coming to the podcast in may <laughs> okay leave a little room for a little old mel please yeah yeah i saw eli yesterday too i saw eli Nice. We're talking about um He's in New York, right? I believe so, yeah. Or somewhere up north. Yeah, so somewhere on the east, so on the east coast. But yeah, we were talking about music. Who do who do we feel is like um the greatest? Who's the greatest artist of all time? The greatest what oh okay. Yeah. But um yeah, I saw him yesterday. He's cool, cool peoples. I like you like. Well, but let's let's get to the nitty gritty here, Mason. Okay, where sh- where should we it. start? Well, wait, hold on. Why don't you start with why you choose not to cuss? I think they should hear this because it was yeah. kind of noble. Uh, um, you know, so like I'm just a value based person, mm-hmm. um, value based uh, entrepreneur. When I'm in entrepreneurship, or just a value based person in general. So, you know, I have nine younger sisters. And nine younger sisters yeah and i try to live by a, a code and so yeah i don't i don't really curse like that so to set an example not only for them but for the younger generation it's like i'm like i bet like i'm not gonna so so yeah that's that's kind of that's kind of it. it's pretty straightforward well, that's beautiful. You know, I, I want to be just like you when I grow up, <laughs> even though I'm walking like a, a little bit different path on that aspect. But I totally respect yours and definitely appreciate it. Um, you know, the reason why I wanted to bring you on here, Mason, was because you mentioned that you had a podcast already. And um, I said this year, you know, with the new season, I wanted to bring 12 of my podcaster friends this season to kind of, you know, talk about their journey in the field and maybe compare stories. So um, why don't we start with that? 
what yeah. do, do you want to share like the name of your podcast and what it's about or how long have you you said two to three years has it been the same podcast or so it's kind of like so this is this is my journey with podcasting and each time I got into podcasting it was like it was an opportunity and it like made sense but like I never had a goal to be a podcaster type of thing I never said to myself yo, I should start a podcast, and, and then I started one. It just kind of mm -hmm. happened. So uh, if you rewind time to 2017, 2018, that's when my journey with uh, podcasting started. I was working at a startup, okay. and the CEO wanted to start a podcast. And mm. she was like, do you have any experience? I was like, well, music. Yeah. And I, was, I know there's some transferable things, so I did the the editing and I think I might have hosted some of the episodes. That was uh, Conscious Views at that time. Conscious Leadership is what we were talking about. Mm. I think I did that for like six months. Um, and then um, fast forward, I was doing property management at a co-work type of thing. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've like heard of WeWork. I wasn't at WeWork, but mm -mm. I was at like a local chain of like a co-work type of thing mm -hmm. forty thousand square foot building but so after i was done with uh because the company downsized so i was like what i'm gonna do so i hit up my boy james bought it and i was like yo i know you got a podcast um let me just do the social media for it i said like, okay so we did like a little freelance contract mm. and i was helping and um Shortly into it, he's like, I went from just doing social media to doing social media and audio, video editing to, he's like, listen, man, he's, I've been, he's, I've done three, I've, I've done three seasons by myself. And he's like, can you do season four? Like, can you run the episode? Can you be the host? Can you do everything? Mm -hmm. I was like, I was, I, was <laughs> I was like, do I really want to put myself out there like that? Yeah. I was scared to say yes, honestly. Like, I was like, it may seem, just because, like, I'm an extrovert and just because, like, you know, yeah, I talk yeah. a lot mm -hmm. and stuff, it doesn't mean I always, like, put myself out there. You know what I'm saying? That's a myth. But uh, <laughs> I went for it. And uh, I, I did season four and five. I did a season six, but I took those episodes down. I wasn't content with those. I think I had, like, some of my friends on, um, people I was like very close to, but the episodes didn't come out the way I want them, mm -hmm. wanted them to. And I think it's because um, I was too close with them. Like they were like in my circle type of thing. So mm. I think it got, and I'm going to OCD about production. No, nah, it's not about personal. It's just like the content wasn't where I wanted it to be at. It wasn't mm. the type of level I wanted it to be at. Okay. okay. Um, and, the, and there was a few times, like, you know, we would talk over each other. That's because that's how we, that's how I am with my friends. We kind of like, yeah. But um, yeah, that's my journey with uh, with podcasting. Um, I would say my biggest skill set is the, the editing stuff. Mm. Um, what what is your uh, what is that podcast about? Oh yeah, yeah, the Lunch Break Media Group. What is it? The Lunch Break Media Group. So Lunch it's, it's the Lunch Break group. Podcast, but to find it, it's the Lunch Break Media Group because that's the name of the company. We mainly like 
it's like this is what we do for ourselves this is what we could do for you kind of thing so it's like we helped um other like tech and software companies if they had a podcast we would do their audio editing video uh-huh. editing graphic design so it's like we were a podcast service that also has a podcast also had a podcast i see um, so what what did you guys talk about in the podcast like the process of like working with these different podcasts or nah so the first three seasons when james Bodden was doing it he talked about like sales sales tips and people's mm. sales journey okay i'm like i'm not your boy don't want to talk about that right <laughs> up front with him. i'm like i i get like and he's like no it's fine you could go any direction you want so mine was more like um Season four was, is business just business or is business personal? Mm-hmm. So business practices, business philosophy, stuff like that. Um, and then season five was, um, yeah, I think that's the same. Season six was going to be about uh, tough conversations. Mm-hmm. The things we don't say that we want to say type of thing. Yeah. Um, but at season four and five was, is business just business? Or is business oh, I guess it makes sense why you like didn't like, put them out there or you took them down because like it's like oh no we didn't have the the uncomfortable conversations that we wanted to because we know each other too well yeah yeah i get you i totally get you dude i had to do some restructuring actually for season two also for the same reason like i wanted to have like the difficult conversations that like maybe not a lot of people want to talk about you know but you know we're all thinking it we all want to say it we all have something to say about it right um and my co-host not a lot of the conversation that i want to have like I would say like she wouldn't be comfortable having. So I was like, okay, like I need to restructure this because I still want to have her on here, but I also want to have these conversations. Um, So we kind of did a, you know, kind of give her a segment on her own, like at the end of the month where she can talk about like all things that she loves about where to the rest of the month, like I'll have these conversations, you know? Um, So, yo, that's crazy. You said that about, uh, that podcast and and about the company's background because um you know from my personal podcasting journey I went into this definitely blind like blindly I hadn't we had no idea what we were walking into uh we were sitting down during the pandemic we were hanging out it was me my co-host uh Tiffany and my brother Junior and we're like man we should definitely start a podcast we can talk about food because we love food so much right and we're like, all right, we'll do it. And then next week we bought like a $30 microphone from Walmart. And then my brother brought his laptop and then boom, we did it. You know, we had no idea. Like people are, people actually like go to school to study like these, the, the production things of yeah. podcasting, you know? And I understand yeah. why now um, throughout the journey, uh, like I said, we had no idea. We had no knowledge. We did not do any research. We didn't watch YouTube videos on podcasting. <laughs> you we just didn't, went for it. Yeah, we just went for it. <laughs> like that very like fiery, like childish energy, like very inner child energy you know we're like yeah let's do it let's do it we're in this together uh and then you know as we were going into it we realized that this is not a walk in the park this is actually not fun at all this is actually a lot of work you know what what were we thinking um so we kind of have a lot of falling out in the structure we learn a lot through the process and i realized that you know if i want to do something 
right? And even involve two or three other people with it. Like, we have to have a set idea of what we're doing, right? Yeah. There was no structure whatsoever. So after, uh, you know, a couple people left from the team and I said, well, I don't want to quit. We're already, like, 20-something episodes in. Like, you know, the rest of the team was like, hey, we should take a break. We've been going at it. I think we should, you know, take a little break and maybe, like, restructure. I'm like, no, not right now, you know? (laughs) Now, you know, after 20 episodes in, then I started watching YouTube videos. Then I started doing my research. Like, how long does the podcast go before they actually take a break? Right. Mm-hmm. And through my research, I learned that nobody does. And if they do, they take like a week break. And that's after doing like a hundred and so episodes in a row, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, guys, this is nothing. We're only 20 episodes in. What are you even complaining about? This is nothing. We haven't yeah. even put a dent in, in the universe of anything that we did, you know? And yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, the 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 tower kind of fell, crumbled down. That we restructured using those same bricks, right? We're using the same lessons that we learned. We just had to restructure them differently. And through that, I learned how to edit my podcast. And I learned that the very job that my brother hated doing, po- uh, editing the podcast, I actually enjoy it. I'm like. Wow, I love this. I'm so meticulous with a lot of my work, even as a bartender, right? I have to measure everything so precisely so it tastes good every time, right? Um, so I love doing like meticulous work and I, I find it very uh, satisfying when I can stretch the audio bars, like, or what, what did they call those? The waves? You know, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yep. When, when I can zoom in and stretch them and cut the different, like, sigh and like and um but you know like wow i love doing this and i love like hearing the the end product like wow i really made you sound so smart like you did not (laughs) you know and and i I was uh yeah because we didn't have any structure so we would just go around and around and around our thoughts you know and 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 I said to uh, to my co-host, I said, "Man, I'm so good at this. Like, I should be pay- I should be getting paid for this. Like, somebody should pay me for editing their podcasts because I do such a good job. But I, I want to get paid. And and then you said that there's actually a company that does this. Like, or there's like structures out there. Like, I don't have to do this on my own. Um, I think someone mentioned the website called Pfeiffer. Like, you, I could enlist myself as an editor. Yep. And Upwork people can hire me. Upwork. I think that was another thing also. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man. And you're just here showing up, mentioning about this. That's just another confirmation from the universe. Like, Or you could, um, you could also, like, make connections on LinkedIn also. LinkedIn. That's another thing that like I just have not been jumping on. Like I just don't have the hots for LinkedIn whatsoever. Uh, yeah, so but that's I, a good, that's a but good source because a lot of podcast companies and people who have podcasts they're on LinkedIn. I think like for a while like social media mm. um, and that's where all our leads came from. That or not all our leads but it was either a referral or LinkedIn, um, mm. but you should be proud of yourself, though. I think, yeah, the way you did. I'm very proud just, of myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So many people they they try to make it perfect first, and then yeah. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, so you said you did 20 episodes. So, like, 50 percent of podcasts that exist 
has 14 or less episodes. Oh, wow. So you already, no, we did uh, already... season season one. We did 48 episodes. We wanted to quit at 26 and we wanted to quit no, at saying, 32. I'm just saying when you said that, when you said oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. 50% of podcasts has 14 or less episodes. So wow. you already surpassed you know that. Yeah. Yeah, you already surpassed that. Yeah. The fact that you guys, you know, adjusted. Yeah, for sure. And stuff like that. Like, that's natural. That's just part of the process. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, for me, I guess my journey was a little unique because, you know, when I was doing it with James Baldwin, he already had did like 80 episodes. And so he kind of like mentored me as I'm creating. So like for me, I had a edge from that regard. Right. I had to figure things out. Like he didn't micromanage and I didn't want to, you know. Yeah. I'm a free spirit, so you right, boy right, got to right. do it his own way. Right, right, but right. But I had somebody to ask questions. He was busy, so sometimes he would just send me a video and I'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, but, that, like, but that's good. Like right yeah, you, you had. Because like, yeah, exactly. what we would do is I would record episodes on Zoom. Right. I would, it would be a video, it'd be me and them on video, but I would just take the recording, right. the audio recording, right. and then edit it on Anchor. Yeah. We, yeah, we did that and, too. Um, do you, do you find it also that, um, you know, sometimes, and I, I think it actually happened a couple of times here also right now um, in this interview, that it depends on the Wi-Fi connection, like how strong it is. Sometimes like there's that gap like of like two seconds, like you would like eh, 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 in mm-hmm. the middle of a sentence because like yeah. you lost them in the connection, you know, they got they yeah. got lost in the Wi-Fi. matrix. Yeah. Um, do you do you find that? How do you? Well, you have told me before that you kind of like keep everything raw in your podcast. Is that is that still how you're doing it right now? Um, as far as like, see, it depends, right? Goes. See, it depends, right? Because like, uh, like okay, like for me, I I wanted to sound natural as possible. So right, if I edit something out and it don't sound natural, then I'm like, dang, I'm gonna keep it in. Um, I think season four, I would definitely was more like, let's keep things raw, and then season five, like, because I I would get feedback. People would tell me, right. like, I'm like, okay, 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 I should I should do more editing, even though. My intention is raw. Um, let me do a little more editing. So season five, I definitely did more editing. Okay, um, okay, okay. And moving forward, if I put anything out, like I want it to be Amazon Prime type. So um, nice. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely agree with you. Like you, but the thing is, somebody could have good Wi-Fi. It just in that moment, it just happened to glitch. Right, 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 right. And it, and sometimes it's not about the Wi-Fi; it's about the device they're using. Ah, uh, okay. Like okay. Google Chrome, like any Chromebook, any type of book. I mean, uh-huh. like Chromebook or whatever book. Like those just don't operate well um, with Zoom. With Zoom, yeah. Um, is there, is there any other platform that maybe like you've looked into that like you might want to venture in outside of Anchor? Oh, to edit. To edit or to distribute your podcast, because we're on Anchor well, I right now. Yeah. I would, I probably will always distribute through Anchor because it's easy. And then, yeah, there's other tools I use sometimes. Okay, outside Anchor. Um, outside of Anchor for editing. Mason, what what have you learned from your um like 
through the podcasting journey like about yourself like has it taught anything like different about yourself or like have you noticed like a significant growth and like some aspect of your life through the podcasting journey well I always knew that I love people but like podcasting like expose how much I love people and care for them mm. and then like I don't know I don't know how you experience it but like when you are interviewing people and having conversations with people there's like certain gems that you get you know what I'm saying like you you're talking to people and like so I feel like because uh, I haven't been recording as much as I did um like six nine months ago mm. but when I was in recording mode I felt like my personal development would like kind of skyrocket. So I feel like my my growth and my potential was like increasing faster. I feel like I learned faster. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and even though, you know, I had like doubts or like insecurities about podcasting and what am I putting out and stuff like that. The fact that I was doing, right. like, like each with each episode, my confidence was... Like, yo, I did that, fam. Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean, man. Like, that's like me right there. Yes. You know, um, I was I was surprised to hear um I I was I was talking to some podcasting friends that that not all podcasters listen to their podcasts. Did you know that? Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, there's which is to me is like bizarre because yeah, like to them, like once they put it out, they don't listen to it ever. Again. Right. I'm like you don't want to hear yourself, like, you know? <laughs> but some actors are like that. Mm. Some actors don't want to watch the movies that they're in. True. So it's like, is this a style? Is this a preference? Yeah, true. Um, but because I make music and I listen to my own music, like, I want to hear my own podcast. Like, right. So yeah, let's, let's talk about in connection to that. Like, um, where does your podcast, like, fit with your music stuff? And are there, like, challenges... Like, are the challenges different in music versus podcasting? If so, like, how so? Um, I would say, actually, podcasting is harder mm. than making music for me. Why? Well, I have more experience with music. That's one. And then two, it's like... Even though, like, the editing process is similar, like, honestly... It seems, because I've never made a movie, it's, it's as if you're creating a movie more so with podcasting. Because you're, mm. you're telling a story. you got to capture a story, right? So, like, you got to have the intro, and then you have the content in the middle, and you have the outro. Then there's, like, clips, and, you know, you're yep. having this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That. Yes. Um. You know, some people add sound effects. Yep. You know, it's like a little, even if it's like a quote unquote animated movie, but it's like either it's like way. different parts. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's, it's more like being a movie director. In mm-hmm. music, I feel I'm able to be more creative. Not that I'm not creative in podcasting, don't get me wrong, but there's definitely more meticulousness in podcasting than it is in music for me. Because. Mm. You make a beat, or the beat is made, boom, that's one layer. Then I have my lyrics. You know, the hook, the bridge, the chorus, uh, the verse, 
you know, it's a three-minute song or a five-minute song. It could be two minutes. So it's short. To edit something that's two, three, four, five minutes is way different than editing something that's an hour. Yeah. Or 45 You're minutes. You're right about that. So it's even like a Netflix series. So it's like, I feel like, you know, season four, season five, like when I make, if I make a single, right? Okay, I just made the single. If I make an album, okay, cool. But I feel like, I feel like um, podcast production is more similar to having like a TV series. Mm, makes sense. I definitely feel like podcasting is harder than making music, but that's me. Somebody else may have a different perspective. Somebody that does music and podcasting yeah. may have it reversed. But for your boy, I would say podcasting. But podcasting is very rewarding, like from a personal development perspective, relationship building. Yeah. Um, and I think just in general, people respect podcasters. I forgot who said it, but a guy said, and I, I have to like uh, see if I can get an exact quote, but he said, podcasters are the nicest people in the world. Mm. So, <laughs> are we? Hard melted when I, <laughs> I mean, we should be. And you know people what? People got to like us. You know, you, you are right about, uh, you know, people respect podcasters, right? Um, I was in uh, a small little house party. Um, and someone was like, hey, you know, it's talking to me. We're drinking. We're conversing. Like, what do you do? Um, and I said, oh, you know, I bartend. And they're like, oh. And I said, hmm, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to do anything about that. And then about five, ten minutes uh, went by. We, we kept talking. And then I mentioned something about me having a podcast. And then this came back in the circle like, did you say you have a podcast? Wow. A bartender with a podcast. I have to respect that. I was like, what? <laughs> you talk down. <laughs> you gave me sad eyes when I told you I was a bartender and I tell you I have a podcast. Now you, you can respect me. So the fact that you said that, Mason, I just chuckled a little bit because it, it, it reminded me of that scene from that party. So, Okay, Mason, what are some of your biggest challenges that you feel like you overcame through your creative journey? both podcasts and music well with podcasting specifically i would the main thing is like uh it's like load management like avoiding burnout because it's like mm. um season four that was tough yeah season four is tough because it's like i did everything myself pretty much yeah um or it might have been season five. I might have. I might be switching it up. I know eventually, like we brought on, a, um, like we hired a freelancer and she did social media stuff. That helped because to do to do to host the podcast to be the person that interviews people and have conversations with people and make it popping and lively. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also do the audio editing and the video editing and mm-hmm. graphic design and all of that stuff. And promote that thing. That's right. Oh, my it's God. a lot of work. Mason, thank you. It's thank you. a lot you. of work. Yes. Um, mad work. And so um, the biggest challenge was, okay, s- keeping that same level of excitement, keeping that same level of uh, passion for the podcast. 
Um, you know what I mean? So to record, I think I recorded 20 to 25 episodes per season. Mm. I, this is how, how I would do it is I record three months on, three months off. All right. Three months on, three months off. That's how I did it because I needed time to recharge, but also like to promote, like I wouldn't necessarily promote the most recent episodes. Sometimes I had to like backtrack and then catch up and then. So it looked like right. I was doing podcasting for longer than three months, but mm-hmm. and sometimes I would record two, three episodes in a week. You know what I mean? And then how often did you drop? Once a week. Okay. Yeah. So I would, I would, um, and then you know, there's some weeks where I might not interview anyone just because mm-hmm. people cancel. So to me, I over you over record. Just in case, like you, you might do mm-hmm. two or three episodes in a week. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. in case mm-hmm. there's a few times, you know what I'm saying? Or you might get sick, whatever. You gotta right. calculate all of that. Right. Um, and so I think season five, I enjoyed more just because I had more experience. I, and more I knew structure. My, not just structured, but like just, I knew my process. Oh, better. okay. Yeah. Because when you knew, it's like you're fumbling again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you think about it. Whether it's like a NBA player or actor or whoever, their first season, their first time, their first movie, their first whatever, the more reps you get, the better you become. You know what I mean? And I think I just, um, so yeah, avoiding burnout, definitely. Uh, with music, that's hard to say. I think with music, it was just finding my identity, finding my, what is my sound? Yeah. You know, a lot of people would be like, oh, you sound like Drake. I'm like, I don't want to sound like Drake. <laughs> right. Oh, you sound like Bryson Tiller, or you sound like Kid Cudi, or you sound like... I think recently I found my sound. Okay. I know me. So, yeah, I think finding my identity, finding my sound was probably, probably the most difficult thing with music. Uh, do you ever, with your music, do you ever, like, go out in front of a crowd and perform? I've wanted to. Okay. I've wanted to. I've never like did like a concert or like a tour. Or like that. Like that. I know when I was in Florida and we were at the pier, uh-huh. I saw people like some people would play like a guitar or saxophone. Or I said it would be dope to just do something like that. Set up at a high traffic area and like rap my music and see what happens. Yeah, like in New York. Exactly. <laughs> have you ever thought about doing that like just that would be fun it would, it. that didn't come to my mind until i went to florida mm. you know me, i'm low-key i like to be behind the scenes yeah 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 i yeah. make music because I'm, I'm passionate about it but i'm like it would be cool to see how people experience it live yeah what what's your if you don't mind sharing a little bit like what's your music about like what do you what do you talk about in your music what do you share with your audience so I have a song out called Misunderstood. Mm-hmm. So that song is about like, even though I may know a lot of people and a lot of people may know my name or I may be like cool with peoples or whoever. It's like, I, like, okay, okay, okay. Like Justin Bieber and I don't even, his, most of his career I didn't like, most of his recent stuff. I'm like, okay, okay. He seemed like he fired now. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a song called Lonely. Like, I don't feel lonely. I don't 
that's that don't vibe with your boy. Mm-hmm. But that song is basically like, I don't feel people get me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you feel lonely kinda, in the sense of like you're in your own little world. Like a lone wolf type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I talk about that. Um, I talk about my version of love. Because you, you may hear songs and it may be like cliche, but for me, it's like, um, I talk about boundaries. When it comes okay. to love, I talk about boundaries. Okay. I have a song called, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs> you already know, you already know. I have a song called, you feel me? And it's like, it's playful. It's, you know, catchy. But in the song, it's like, I'm basically talking about how we should have boundaries. I'm like hinting at that. Right. You know what I mean? I got a song called Future Wifey. That's probably my most popular song. I think I I visited your Spotify uh, page, and I think I listened to that one. Yeah, Future Wifey. It's the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Future Wifey is the most popular. Maybe if we can, we'll do a little uh, at the end, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Your little plug, Mason, maybe. Um but any tips for others out there that are maybe looking to get into the music or podcasting journey that are, you know, still looking to showcase their authenticity because that's your, you know, that's what took most of your time to kind of get behind with the music thing, right? Finding your identity. Like what are some of your tips out there for the people out there? Instinctively, my biggest tip would be perfection is overrated mm, i love that. um i think people like there's that fear right like if i put this out how are people are gonna look at me yeah you know what i'm saying um i know like if, if i if i compare the music i made now to music i made even like five years ago yeah i'm like yo that's trash in my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's trash. But it's like, how will I know unless I put it out, unless I create it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Of course, people will give you feedback. And it's like, what might happen is like somebody that's close to you, whether they like know you directly or they're a friend of a friend or they're a family member, but you're not really close to them like that. They're going to give you their opinion. Right. But like, Sometimes, like, I recently got a DM from a guy in London. Uh, he's, like, a music producer in London. He DM, DM me on um, Instagram. And he's like, yo, your song Misunderstood is straight fire. Wow. I was like, what do you like about it? I said, I appreciate the feedback. I said, but what do you like about it? He said, he said it's like onions. It has layers to it. <laughs> like, okay, you, but you got bars yourself, bro. <laughs> I like that. I appreciate it. So. Um, he said, and then he went on to say, like, a lot of rap these days, you know, it's only about money, sex, and drugs. Right. He said, but your music is deeper than that. He said, I like that. Okay, 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 okay. So it's like, yeah, so other people may be like, they may have certain feedback because they're close to you. Right. But you got to get outside of your circle, outside it. Like, people who don't know you, how do they view your music? Like, that's how you got to. That's a really good advice. Because they're they're overprotective. To be honest, people who know you, they're overprotective of us. 
or they're overly harsh or over, they're, it's overboard it's overkill whatever they say is like exaggerated yeah but but i would say perfection is overrated just you know do your best you can and then put it out see what happens that's what happened with Future Wife. Like, to me, Future Wifey is not my favorite song, but everybody loves that song. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean what I say in those lyrics, because, mm-hmm. like, when I think of having, like, a Future Wifey, that's kind of, like, what goes through my mind. Uh, but it's, like, a concept song. People are like, oh, who that song about? I'm like, it's not about nobody, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't believe you. I don't care what you believe, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's no cat. But yeah, Misunderstood is my favorite song. But yeah, people should just do it for themselves more than for others. It's like you do it for yourself, but you also do it for others. And that's where the beauty comes in. Because then you can stand behind it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I could stand behind podcast episodes. Because there's some podcast episodes where I was, like, super vulnerable. Yeah, absolutely. So. I have yet to be there. But, you know, I'm open uh, I've I've tuned into other podcasts where like the podcasters like legit crying. I'm like, dang, I'm not gonna be that <laughs> podcaster, but like it just hasn't hit me, right? <laughs> right. But I'm definitely open to that. Season two is all about authenticity here and to peach in the podcast. But lastly, Mason, any tips for Tiff and I? Any, any tips, tips for moi? Any tips for you and mm-hmm. Tiffany? Yeah. In, in our podcasting journey. Well, do you guys create um, like snippets of episodes? We do. And they're like video or audio clips type of thing? Oh, because this is just has been all audio. It's been audio clips with like some graphic, you know. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Um... I would honestly, I would have to listen to like um, podcast episodes to give you customized advice because I could say something, but I want it to be personalized. I would love for you to listen to an episode. Yeah, I would have to personalize that thing um, and give you something concrete versus just saying something. I would appreciate that, Mason. Thank you all. Well, um, before you know we wrap this up i always want to give you um my guest space to plug in their social media stuff you know uh where can they find you and support you and your creative endeavors honestly they could just look up mason ashad on spotify apple music or uh youtube i think out of all things i care most about my music so um People listen to my music. That is that's the biggest way to support me, honestly. So, well, man, Mason, thanks again, man, for doing this with me. You know, great man, sexy sure, voice. Sure. You know, <laughs> wise and creative mind as always. <laughs> <laughs> I love you for doing this it. with me. I wish you all the best in your future projects. And what's when is the album dropping again? Can you remind us one more time? Uh, Wednesday. February 16th so okay look out for that y'all it's called rhythm and poetry because uh like I like I mentioned before like a lot of bat rap sometimes get a bad rep that's an interesting sentence rap gets a bad rep <laughs> yeah never said that before um 
and it's like I'm like yo I gotta create a project that like highlights like rap ain't all bad you know what I'm saying mm. I know like you know like even with like quote unquote heavy metal or metal or rock and roll like even rock sometimes get a bad rap like some people think it's just screaming Right, right, like, right. Nah, bro. Like you gotta have an open mind. I don't know why people are so close-minded when it comes to music, but um, yeah, rhythm and poetry. That's the name of the. That's the name of the project. I will be. Definitely, so. will be supporting you, and I hope you will come back in the future and give us updates on how things turn out for you. For sure. Okay. For sure. I got you. Thank you, uh, Mason. Enjoy the rest of your week. All right. You too. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Wow, what a great conversation. I love making meaningful connections with strangers. You know, I don't know what it is about being around people that don't know you that make you feel so comfortable to be vulnerable and just want to open up to them. I remember I used to fall asleep being in those clubhouse rooms with Mason. It was crazy how codependent all of us have become, you know, like so instantly too. I'm really glad Mason stopped by and graced us with his presence today. I hope you guys truly have enjoyed this conversation as much as I enjoyed having it. And I hope you're walking away with something more than before you heard this episode. You know, weirdly enough for me, after this conversation, I'm feeling super duper proud of myself. Just in how much we've accomplished as a podcast so far. You know, I'm, I'm super convinced that I'm definitely the type of learner that has to learn by doing, you know. Um, for me, failure is the best teacher. I love making mistakes. I love learning the hard way of what to and not do in everything that I do. So my biggest takeaway from this is if you have a creative idea that you want to do and put out there, the thing is just to do the darn thing. Don't overthink your steps. Don't worry about perfecting your processes. Like nobody gets it right the first time, right? So your obsession of wanting to perfect your first drop would just hinder you from actually taking the necessary steps to make it happen. Ooh, deep, man, deep. <laughs> but as always, before we let you guys go, per usual, you know, we'll send you off with some good vibes for the week and the weekend, of course, with some good affirmations. And the affirmation for this week is... I am proud of myself and the things that I choose to do. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Literally, the universe always delivers. I'm definitely taking this moment to bask in being proud of all of our milestones in this podcast. And just, wow, I just can't believe it. It's so good. Okay, one more time, y'all. Say it with me, okay? I am proud of myself and the things I choose to do. Yeah, man, don't let others' opinions of what you're doing stops you from walking in your greatness, you know? You're not going to figure it out the first time. Nobody does. 
you're gonna make mistakes probably more than one and probably all the time. And that's something you should be proud of. The more mistakes, the better. Because with each mistake, you learn a solution of what to and not to do. Uh, I love y'all so much. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Be safe this weekend. And remember, perfection is overrated. Enjoy every moment, y'all. Have a blessed and prosperous week. Until next time, bye.